This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing communications and consulting agency formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more at CuriousPlot.agency. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Jeff Nally. News from the House of Representatives today highlights the leadership's challenge of finding the right balance of policy proposals to garner the most votes from the majority. GOP members scoffed at the majority leader's push to advance the Build Back Better plan, suggesting that the CBO score was not yet available for the partisan proposal. The lack of a spending score also made Democratic members reluctant to support the plan. Speaker Pelosi was said to have been meeting privately with lawmakers. President Biden said he would return to the Oval Office to make some calls. The majority can lose no more than three votes in the lower chamber to advance the multi-trillion dollar spending package. It is not yet clear what effect the result of this week's election might have on the political will of more moderate-leaning Democrats to support the Biden social and climate agenda. At a bid to salvage a victory from the day, leadership said to be looking toward a vote on the Senate-passed $1.2 trillion infrastructure spending bill yet today. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack shared thoughts on climate policy with farm media this afternoon. AgriPulse's Steve Davis reports the Secretary discussed a wide range of efforts the United States is making on its own and with other nations to invest in and collaborate efforts to address climate change. Much of the Biden administration's climate initiative is tied to funds for agriculture in the Build Back Better legislative proposal. Secretary Vilsack said, quote, everything that we want to do, whether it's targeting our current conservation programs to climate smart agriculture or investing in expanded renewable energy production or encouraging methane capture and reuse or conducting research that leads to reduced emissions or finances large scale power projects and demonstration projects, we can do all of that today on resources that are available to us. But the Build Back Better program, when passed by Congress, will essentially provide rocket fuel to these initiatives. It will accelerate and dramatically expand the opportunities that we are now engaged with. Well, one down, 65 to go. The Environmental Protection Agency denied a small refinery exemption from one refinery today. There are 65 requests that are pending a decision by the Biden EPA. It is the first ruling by this administration. The Trump administration granted 88 exemptions over his four years in the White House. The RFA's Jeff Cooper said they're encouraged by the action and hope to see similar decisions on the pending waiver requests. Growth Energy's Emily Score said in a statement, quote, As our industry awaits three years of renewable volume obligations from EPA, we hope today's SRE denial is an indication that they are working toward getting the RFS back on track. For too long, refiners have misused the SREs as a way to avoid their statutory requirements to blend more clean, renewable fuels. And we're encouraged that today's SRE denial means that this SRE abuse will be a practice of the past.
Discussion of leadership at the Fed got the attention of financial markets here at the end of the week. Arlen Suderman with StoneX reports the market's reaction to rumors from the White House. We started seeing reports that, that the White House had confirmed that President Biden had met with Fed Chair Jerome Powell and Fed Governor Brainerd and had talked to them supposedly about the reappointment of Powell to the new term. And what's been leaked is that, at least the suspicion is, that Powell would be appointed for another term, Brainerd would be appointed to the vice chair position, or she might be appointed to the chair position, one or the two uh, happening. Suderman says the market reacted by seeing yields on 10-year treasuries plummet and the value of the dollar move lower. Powell has definitely migrated more toward a, a dovish position while, during his term in office. Brainerd is said to be far more dovish than what he is. So either way, that's a more dovish position, suggesting cheap interest rates, more stimulus for the foreseeable future. Suderman says the dovish position would suggest lower interest rates, pumping more money in the economy, and likely higher inflation. The USDA's November WASDE report is coming up on Tuesday, expected to show a slight increase in production of both U.S. corn and soybeans. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Curious Plot. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more online at CuriousPlot.agency. Well, that's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting for AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Alley.